0: Welcome to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors, Leaders Made Here. Welcome to our podcast. My name is Pamela Banks. Our guest today is Joanne Poole. She has been a realtor for 33 years, a member of the Women's Council for 31 years. She is an associate broker and branch office manager for Berkshire Hathaway Home Sale Realty in Baltimore, Maryland. Her service throughout the years has been impeccable. In 1997, she serves as her local president of her association. In 2005, she served as state president for Maryland. And in 2018, she was the 93rd recipient of NAR's Distinguished Service Award, which is the highest award any realtor can get. She's gonna talk to us today about passion and purpose. Joanne, this is a real treat. Thank you for joining us.
1: Well, good morning, Pam. And it is an honor to be able to have a conversation with you um, about industry uh, leadership and and passions and what drives us. So thank you for the opportunity.
0: Well, there's no doubt in my mind that real estate is not just your profession, it is your passion. I mean, 33 years, ah, That's a long time. So tell me, tell me a little bit about how you got into real estate and what keeps you motivated.
1: Um, Well, that's an interesting story because I got into real estate because of the experience of me purchasing our first home. And realizing that the service that we got, no one should have to stoop to that lower level to be able to purchase a home. That helps drive me into what I do. And it made me feel like I wanted to become a real estate agent long before knowing about a realtor, right? But becoming a real estate agent to provide better service. And so throughout the years, you know, after I went through the classes and I got my real estate license, I interviewed with a few brokers, some that I found were going to be a challenge, because they still didn't rise to the level that I thought people should be. And then I finally found a brokerage that I felt like mirrored what I was looking for. So how long have you been with Berkshire Hathaway? Since its inception. And it was it was Better home. It's been about five years. Well, Berkshire Hathaway Home Services has a platform of many different brokerages. So although Berkshire Hathaway Home Services is the major brand, the uh, franchise names certainly go with it. In some cases, they're brokerages that are Berkshire Hathaway Home Services affiliates, but you wouldn't know it because they still trade under local names. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And you know what you said, which I think is probably most of the people listening about real estate agent versus realtor. And so what made you
1: decide to become a realtor not you know we know there's the big difference depending on the brokerage you go with it's mandated because if the broker is a realtor member then the agents that come into the company need to sign up for membership so of course that's what I did but what it did do was to ask me well why why is that something that if the broker wants to do I have to do too and only to find out because it makes me better It makes the professionalism that I was looking for rise to that level. We live by a code of ethics, and that's what the brokerage really signed on for, was to realize that, you know, we're going to live by this code of ethics, we're going to work by this code of ethics, and when it doesn't work, we call it out and make sure that we get on track.
0: I love that. You know, every now and then, we have to police our own industry. Absolutely. That's that's why we follow a strict code of ethics that does make us rise above
1: the typical real estate agent. Right. So the thought being that if we don't police our own, somebody else will want to police us. And what a shame that would be when we would be in a position to say, we don't do as we say we should do. So when we're police our own and we have the mechanisms in place to be able to do that in a non-threatening atmosphere and to be able to say, we will have arbitrations, we will have ethics hearings, we will have whatever, you know, in an atmosphere of being able to say, let's take care of our own business before somebody wants to take care of it for us.
0: No kidding. I believe in it as well. And so you volunteered a lot and how did you get started volunteering and what, what do you get out of it? I mean, why do you do it?
1: You know, I'm sure you get that question. Why do you do that for free? <laughs> it's, it's interesting because volunteering really brings it full circle for you because uh, what we do is not just list and sell houses. What we do is to protect our industry, and to protect our industry, we need volunteers. We need people at the table doing the work necessary to make sure that the tools and resources and the information that our members need to provide really good service to customers and clients are all in place. So there will be a lot of us who volunteer Strictly for that purpose, some of us volunteer because it gives us a rounded feeling that it's not just a singly focused, I want to go out every day and wake up and sell a house. So for me, it provided an atmosphere of learning, growing, networking. And with that network comes transactions. The ultimate goal is not to set out for the transactions when you volunteer, it's the benefit of volunteering. So for me, you start off volunteering a little, and then you find out maybe I'm offering value because people are asking me to volunteer more. And so when you look at yourself years later and you say, wow, you know, I've been volunteering for a long time. But not one of those times that I ever say, I wish I hadn't. So as I look forward to more volunteerisms, it's the benefit of feeling as though I'm offering our members a service. You hit it right on the head. I mean,
0: it is. You get so much out of
1: it. I think more than you put into it a lot of times. Absolutely. I agree with that, Pamela, because one of the things I say is that I've probably taken more than I have given. And, and it drives me to want to give more. So Distinguished Service Award, I mean, mm. that, that is
0: a big one. And how did you feel when you received that? I mean, that
1: shows passion with purpose for sure. Well, I tell you, it was the one time that I actually was so emotional that when I heard the news, all I could do was cry. And people tried to console me, but I couldn't stop. You know, it was like overwhelming. It's like, me? You know, this is something that's just so rare that with 1.4 million Realtor members and, and it comes up. Joanne, you've just won the Distinguished Service Award, and you're only the 93rd person to ever get this award. And, and it's like, oh, my goodness. So for me, it was the highlight of my career. But it, it wasn't to the point of feeling like, okay, I've reached this milestone because I wasn't doing all the volunteerism, and I wasn't giving all my service to get an award. So um, I continue to do what I do, but it certainly has been to date the highlight of my career. And every time I think about it, I get emotional. I keep my plaque and my statue very close because it is a humbling experience to kind of feel like, oh my goodness, you know, how could this have happened for me?
0: Yes, I mean, think about it, only 93. I have to say the Distinguished Service Award winners that I know are just, wow. So you are a wow lady. That's all I can say. Um, you know, you. Your actions speak louder than your words. Your words are smooth. They're touching. You're a real lady. And I know that that is driven by your passion. And your passion is a service and to serve others and to raise the bar. You've talked about it. I, I have the same. I mean, I feel the same way. How do you think that fulfills, and this is going to be a deep question, your Purpose. I mean, let, we're all searching for that golden nugget of fulfilling our purpose. So how do you think this passion of yours to be of service in the real estate industry fulfills a purpose?
1: That is a pretty deep question, Pamela. But my purpose is to serve, not to be served. So for me, it just takes me to a level of feeling like I have been able to help other people in ways that I probably never thought I could. I try to list stop, I try to listen, I try to encourage, I try to do better, I try to be better, and I try to encourage others to do the same. So for me, I feel like my purpose is very driven to how can I help other people be successful. And the only way I can do that is to keep learning and educating myself on the benefits and some of the resources available to be able to share with other people and say, this is what I've learned that I think can help you. And when I see someone reach a milestone that they never thought they could make, I sit back and say, wow, you know, they never thought they could do this and look at what they've done. So it's all about how can I help others to achieve successes they never thought that they could reach.
0: And that is quite an accomplishment.
1: Oh, wow. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know that you
0: have touched so many lives and you've gone out on a limb a few times in your yeah. career as well. And I think it was a couple years ago when you ran for, was it first vice president for NAR? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you
1: didn't make it. Mm-hmm. What did that teach you? What did that teach you? In any race, there's going to be a winner, and there are going to be non-winners. And so if you're a non-winner, what did you learn out of that that makes you a winner? And so for me, it was, I gave it my all. I tried to provide the best that I could in a campaign on a high professional level and feeling as though either one of us were going to be a good candidate for NAR, and so it put me in a position to say, even when you lose, you win. Because if you stay involved, people still want you and want your volunteerism, and they want to take you into places that you probably would not have gotten to. Because it all of a sudden does show the passion and the drive that you bring to the table. So for me, I felt like I won even though I didn't get the number of votes to win the presidency, future presidency for NAR.
0: You know what they say, and I don't want to be cliche, when one door closes, another door opens. Yes. And I I I live by that. You and me both. I feel that way. And, And what is so special too is that it's not how you win. It's how you don't win that yeah. makes the difference Yeah, and yeah. you are a gracious lady. Now, I know that I was going to ask you what you were most proud of, but I think you mentioned it <laughs> as far as the DSA award. Yeah. That's, that's quite yeah. a, quite a something to be proud of. So we're about ready to complete our conversation and you and I can go on and on because we have sat at the table and chatted and laughed together and I just enjoy you so very much. So why don't you leave our listeners with some bit of advice from Joanne Poole?
1: The best advice that I can probably give is to be true to yourself. Always know that you are who you are and that you are never educated enough to stop being educated. Believe in yourself. Take some risk and achieve your goals always have a strategy and a direction to follow. Without goals and a direction, you're just going to stay static. So for that, I say, stay true to yourself, believe in yourself, take the risk necessary to succeed.
0: That's some good advice. Thank you so very much for joining us, Joanne. And this podcast is a wrap. Thank you for listening to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors,
1: leaders made here.